thoughts with Jessica and Mikey. Scattered thoughts with Jessica and Mikey. Welcome to Scattered Thoughts Podcast with Jessica and Mikey. That's Jessica. And that's Mikey. Jessica's mad. And it's all because of me. You apparently. always make me mad. Question. My, my question. Question. You have a question. I go first. Go ahead. So this morning, I went to the van and I guess I left the door open. You left the house. Why didn't you tell me the van was open? I didn't even see the van being open. You walked right past it. The van door was like right open. And was, then on top of that, you came home. The van door was open. Not to mention my brother and sister, my brother-in-law and sister left the house and they didn't say anything about the van door. How do we open. know that it was open then? What? Because why I would walked three out. adults walk by? You're talking about the side door that yeah. slides. That's a huge opening. Yeah. And we're not talking just like the door is ajar, a crack. We're talking about this the van the minivan has a side door that slid all the way fully engaged yes. open you can yes. see into there's no way we all three of us walked right by it unless unless you guys I, were not paying attention your sister and brother-in-law could have been very hungover and not feeling good so they probably just like well we want to go home maybe their eyes are kind of closed it was early they're looking down like let's just get in the car and go i was honestly like wait, I didn't drive yesterday. I was drinking. Where's my car? And I was like searching the street mm. and I saw it across the street. So maybe my attention was drawn away maybe. from, and I got to then... move this microphone. Sorry guys. But then you came home and you didn't say anything about it being open. I don't I remember seeing it either. I left the house to go buy some stuff. And, and I was like, why is the van door open? And I closed it. And I let looked me, around. I was like, it looked fine inside. It doesn't look like anyone rumbled around. Or Your anything. Honor, let me ask a question. Is there any way that that door could be opened from outside the vehicle from inside this home? Of course. And how would that? Would you please tell Somebody the jury? Somebody would need to press the button. Okay. This button you're talking about, thanks to technology, is on the key fob. Yes. And if you were to press it, probably hold it the way that this particular minivan is designed, the door would open yes now did you have to grab these keys before you left to go buy ingredients i had to move the key off the keychain <laughs> to switch keys interesting now your <laughs> honor if you exhibit a this key fob when you take keys off of a key ring no no no. i have a carabiner so it's just a little clip okay. i don't have to press anything okay. well, i have that's to press a, the carabiner a, so yeah that's a better defense than having to mm. put a lot of force but is it possible you could have hit the button to open the door when you went to get ingredients, which was after this morning. Therefore, the door wasn't open. And it was after I returned home, which also would mean that it it just happened and mm. it wasn't our fault. D couldn't there be just I would have slightest... had to really hold on to the actually and press down on the button for the door to automatically open. open. Yeah. Hmm. So I just find that I just more... think you just didn't pay attention. No, I feel like that's more plausible than... Me, Cindy, and Danny ignoring it on the way out, and then several hours later, me coming back. Although when I came back, I had um, a I handful know. of In-N-Out, and I was like so hungry, and I was like, I can't wait to eat this. So maybe my mind was preoccupied, and I wasn't paying attention. I just I disagree. <laughs> For the record, Your Honor, no, seriously, what? Thirsty. Come on, how can I know? I've been drinking all your water. I'm sorry. Oh my how can ice water is so good, especially when you're hungover like I am and it's been pretty hot. It's kind of hot in this room. Right. But I think that there was a chance that it, the button was hit and pressed and the door opened. I especially just, since. I just think you don't pay attention. Maybe. I'm just kidding. That is a possibility. Well, I mean, I'm I came guilty. out and I was like, why is this door open? And I closed so, it. Maybe you just want to be mad at me. 
But then you're also kind of halfway mad at your sister and your brother-in-law. No, I'm not mad Could at you them. explain to the listeners what happened yesterday and why a few of us are pretty hungover and everything that went on? How are you feeling, by the way? I'm fine. You didn't drink too much? Not as much as you guys. Did you yak? No. Okay. Did you yak? No. Not that I know of unless it's hiding somewhere. Ew, that's gross. Um, yesterday we went out to the bars or a bar to watch the Sharks game. Yeah. Sharks versus Adam. San Pedro Market, downtown San Jose. And I invited like my cousins, my sister, brother-in-law, friends. friends. coworkers, my brother. Exactly. We invited just whoever, whoever was available. Friends, really. family, and loved ones. There was probably like a dozen people who ended up showing up. Yeah, Some people kind of sprinkled cool. in and then yeah. left early. Some people showed up way late, whatever. Yeah. But it was a good turnout. But why? Cool. Let's take a step back. Why? Did you want to go out to watch the Sharks game? Like you're not because that big with Sharks and we always what? watch it from I the like comfort. the Sharks, but yeah, I but feel like it's just, it's fun watching with other people and I don't know, you, you're never free and I'm also like this week I'm pretty free also. So I was kind of like, we can go out and like actually do something fun, you know? Our schedule's actually lined up yeah, so that we for can us go to, like, out for go a night. Out. Yeah. And, were... just, and, and just spending time with like friends and family, it's just really, it's fun. I, I like doing that. You Earlier know? in the week, you were talking about like, oh, May the 4th is coming up, we should go out. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, the Sharks game's on Thursday, we should go out. So I was like seeing this pattern, and I was like, okay, this girl really wants to go I out. I said going out on May 4th, but... You said, Did should we? we do something? And I mentioned the bar, the Star Wars themed bar oh. in San Jose. And you're like, oh, we could go, but it's a work night for you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a work night for you. And then but I was like, this out. one's not a work night for you. So which let's probably was more it. of a curse. And than it's anything. sharks. We like the sharks. They didn't win. But if they so won, it would have been way more fun. Drank our sorrows away. And ate. It was good. It was, it was fun, though. Like we were able I don't to know who ordered that. everything and who kept the food and drinks coming. But man. Yeah. shots beers and somehow a bottle of wine my sister yeah, yeah. had to be your sister's <laughs> fancy like, as fuck so like weird. i don't even understand how that belongs in a bar yeah. but they ordered it we ended up drinking pretty much everything i hope mm. nothing went to waste i don't think so yeah but it just went by in a blur because i thought the combination of food we we're having plus it wasn't like i was just drinking shots i had beer so i thought yeah. oh i'm taking it easy yeah but by the end of the night it caught up to me again like things were kind of Man, I know you fell asleep in the car. On yeah, the way home. I was so tired. When you kept saying like Alex is gonna drive, and Alex is like, "Yeah, it's fine, I'll drive," and and he was like, "Oh, I don't mind. Like, you know, I can just take your car home, and then mm-hmm. you can pick it up in the morning." And at first, I was like, "Oh, it's not too bad," and I was like, "No, like, I don't want extra." That's work. such a like such a hassle for your brother. Like, it's not. We didn't expect for him to do that for us, you know, and I don't want to put that on him. Yeah. So he's just yeah. been a great brother and he offered it while we were eating dinner. Oh, I know. But still, like, hey. I don't want to like, I don't want to take advantage, like keep taking advantage of that. You but know? that's because I thought you were drinking a lot too. I drink, but then not a lot, a lot where and you stopped towards the end. So you were yeah. able to drive us home safely and yeah. we killed a lot of extra time hanging out at my brother and your sister's work because they hang they hang out or they work at the same place yeah that was a lot of fun we got to hang out sober up a little bit more eat some cereal yeah play some basketball that was crazy everyone was like where are you guys and i was like don't worry about it (laughs) secret so much fun i don't know what time do we get home though because um we left after the sharks game right maybe close to midnight i'm not too sure wow okay we stayed out later than i thought yeah we stayed out pretty late so yeah, so, it's pretty late. So I ended up waking up at 6 a.m. hungover, and then I had to finish a <laughs> video project, which I knew I shouldn't have procrastinated on. Yeah. You well, know, every you time do? we go out, every time we plan to drink, and I tell myself we're not going to drink that much, it never works that way. And I, I mean, should've. or you can just say I'm not going to drink, but you drink. It was fun. It was <laughs> like, well, the mistake, the first mistake. Okay, hang on. Let's back it up. 
your cousin Jordan came over to hang out with us. I did not anticipate him bringing a bottle of Jameson so we can pregame. Mm-hmm. So three shots in just to pregame started feeling really good once we got there. Then we get there. My brother was thinking, well, there's a lot of people. We should ask if they sell pitchers and we could all just share. Oh, so we yeah. asked if they had pitchers and the guy's they like, don't. no, the biggest one we have is a 32 ounce, but that's pretty good size. And, he, and Alex was like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, yeah, okay, it's cool. He's like, so do you guys want a, a beer or anything? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take a Lagunitas. And so he ends up coming back with a 32. Like I didn't <laughs> specify, oh, you know what? I should probably start with a 16. Yeah. And just order a, another oh, one. That's if I so get. much. So it was a huge uh, mug and then... Yeah. Who was next? Uh, Danny had one also. And then your cousin showed up. Another round of shots. I think we had two or three more rounds of shots that Mm -hmm. night. And then uh, then the wine. It was just not a great idea to mix a a bunch of stuff together also. So paid for it. Paid for it this morning. A little bit. It wasn't terrible. I think the sucky part was that I still had work to do. I had a meeting to go to. Yep. yep, And I was just exhausted. (laughs) Because on the uh, way back, I told you, I was like, I need something greasy. Like, I want to go to Jack in the Box. I don't even care. And you were like, mm, I'm not feeling Jack in the Box. How about In-N-Out? So I compromised. Well, I, I wasn't don't feel like, like that. I was just like, mm, what about In-N-Out? That's what you I know? hear in my head. Mm, mm, no, I, was I don't like, want Jack in the Box. In-N-Out sounds good. In-N-Out isn't greasy. So I was like, I don't think it's going to be great. I, I feel know. like their tacos are so greasy there. Yeah. Everything there. I just, it's like my drunk food. Go to drunk food. Well, but, then you should have just gotten it. No, and then it was delicious. Like I had animal style that added a bunch of extra grease and drippiness and fat, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. fries. I didn't get animal style, but I got it with spread. It was so bomb. Mm-hmm. I felt yep. great. So good after I ate that, in fact, that I crashed. I went upstairs, took a nap, knocked out for like an hour. I was exhausted. And then I woke up and you're like, do you want to record an episode of the podcast? And I was like, yeah, but apparently I look like I look like shit because you were yeah, just you like, so do you want to like have like, some coffee and wake up? Like, do you need some time? I was like, what are you talking about? I'm ready. But I, I could tell I wasn't. I was just so, hey, yeah, let's do an episode. I'm, Man, I'm, that would have been interesting to see. I told you. I said an episode on your perspective or your what is it? From what? the other side where you are tired and I'm not. Oh, no, I'm like still tired. Rolls but... reverse. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we can do it. You'll just have to lead the episode. Yeah. Are you ready for that? Can you jump in the driver's seat Woo-hoo. and host? Go ahead. I'll allow you to continue. All right, Michael. Well, um, uh, today we are going to discuss why I am so angry at you. Oh, recently? <laughs> like just today? Like thing? five seconds ago. Five seconds. Five minutes ago. Well, no, my question is, so I don't know okay. if people know that Jessica's been looking for a storefront for her business. Looking for a storefront. Like months ago? Like yeah, started. I basically started at the beginning of the year. Haven't really found anything. And the main thing is either things are too expensive or it's uh, affordable, but it's at a really, really shady and sketchy and scary neighborhood area. Yeah. There's also other factors too. There's like one spot we found, which was great, but it turns out a tenant in the area paid for special rights to be the only bakery in that spot. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what the heck? We didn't know that there's such thing as like exclusive rights. I didn't know that until the first place that I was searching. And I'm like, what? Exclusive rights? Well, you Um, said Panera Bread has them. Starbucks has them. That's what everyone says. They're just like all Panera Bread has exclusive rights. Yeah, you know? which makes sense. And hey, guess what? When I have a bakery, I'm gonna get exclusive rights on. Really? Yes, I am. If you, I'm really? gonna sign up. I'm gonna get a contract so I can be the only macaron person. How expensive do you think it is? What if it's too expensive? It's just in the contract. I just have to sign a contract. I don't know how much more I have to pay, but we'll see. I'm pretty sure if you're gonna limit the like the landlord or for that space, someone's gonna want you know you're gonna have to pay a little bit hefty. Like mm, you're we'll see. you're 
That's more eh, value we'll for see. you. We'll see. Anyway, yeah. so. With the yes. combination of all these restrictions and limitations and challenges, it's been really difficult to just find that nice storefront where you're like, yes, this is the place. Because it feels like you're always compromising something. Right. This is a great price, but it's in a shady neighborhood. This is more affordable, but. Oh, wait, did I just say that? It's a great price, shady neighborhood. Yes. This one. Uh, is good, but it it it, well, it doesn't have a kitchen, so I'd have to put in hundreds of thousands kitchen. of dollars yep. to get everything up yep. to code, and all these things that are just making it more difficult. So we want to think about it and plan it out. Right. And here we are. What is it? May. May. So five months in. I'm I'm all about like be patient. It'll come. I feel it's like I'm running out of time. Don't rush. <laughs> Why? Because we're all dying. Because it's already slowly. like the year. It we're like midway through the year. Almost. Like oh my gosh! Math wise, you're you're wrong. It's not June. I said we're almost, almost. We're almost midway through the year. You're we're close, right. and it's like man, I like I haven't found I haven't made way on anything. I mean, although yes, I feel like I haven't made any progress. I've made a ton of progress. Yeah, but I you're just learning so like, much about this. You got a broker. Yeah. You're yeah. working on a business plan. You're scouting different locations. You're there's a lot that's going on in the background. It's just I know you're very antsy to get this storefront. And so that's where I was wanting to like that's what I wanted to talk to you about. And oh, my gosh, I just dropped the cat on the wires. (laughs) He's stuck. Just lift him up so that he doesn't. There's just his his arm. Um, So my question was, you know, I know you're kind of getting a little bit desperate. So if if, you know, desperate times calls for desperate measures, I know you want a location that is big enough that you can build a kitchen in or mm-hmm. ideally it was uh, it has a kitchen already. You know, what do you call that? A second generation Second generation. Yeah. Yeah. So like it was a place that already did food and drinks and stuff. So but if you can't find that, if you can only find a, a small enough place that doesn't even have the space for a kitchen, wouldn't you still rather, you know, have a storefront for people to come visit it's the spot that you know you'll be known for customers can come pick up from like it's going to be your baby the shell that houses your entire business but if you had to bake off site and bring them over like like that's the cost of it like so my thing is no i would not do that because it's just like one, I don't want to have to manage two separate groups of people, you know, because mm-hmm. I would need to manage somebody to take over the bakery uh-huh. in the, the, the storefront, basically. And it's like if I if this is the beginning, it's like I need to be there and I also need to bake and, you know, it just makes it difficult. Plus, like that means I have to hire someone to be there when I'm not there when I'm working or I have to hire someone to bake everything while I'm working the storefront, you know. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like that's so much work. However, if I had everything under one roof in one location that would be much more ideal just because it's like hey look i if if i'm shorthanded i can just run to the front the front is like two steps away it's not that difficult or anything like that so it's like right there you know and so that would just be a lot more ideal and i don't know i don't i don't want there to be a separation of like bakers and storefront or you know front of the house you know mm-hmm. I, I don't want there to be any separation at all and it just makes it so difficult like what do i have to do go to the kitchen in the morning pick up everything drive it over to the location drop it off wait for my front of the house person to come in and open the shop and then leave and then bake some more and then what do i do bring it back i don't know yeah. and the thing too is like i don't want to just make macarons i want to make other desserts you know and it makes it too difficult for me if i have to keep driving back and forth and i can only make you know a certain amount of things and drive it back 
driving back i don't know it's just so complicated so, so it's like if i had everything under one roof it would just make my life easier and for me right now i'm like traveling back and forth to the kitchen and it's like that's already difficult already it's not the worst thing in the world it works our cat is attacking some of our luggage bags that yeah. have been left out because jessica like, didn't put them back in the closet yeah it's not the worst thing but it's just like you know it works for now but it's like it's not a long-term solution for me simba simba Okay, so then, okay, we've been, like, thinking, you know, because of you have a budget, like, how big your kitchen, like, the max size can be. And you're like, I want something around the 1,000 square feet. But now that this is the first time we're talking about, okay, but it also has to be big enough to house a kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, the front of the house, as you call it, where mm-hmm. you'll make the sales and display your, your food. Right. And then now it's got to be big enough to actually allow you to expand beyond macaroons. It's got to let you do bread and pastries, whatever else you're trying to do. I'm not sure. But so what's the smallest uh, square footage you'll accept? Because we've always talked about maximum. But if you have all these plans, you can't go too small. Mm -hmm. Everyone's telling you like, hey, save your money. You don't need a lot. Just stay small, stay small, stay small. But you plan to expand and grow. So, I mean, staying small is great um, financially because it'll keep the cost down and it kind of lets you learn at a smaller scale. What happens when you want to grow? You're like, I can't because this place is not physically big enough. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of going to shoot yourself in the foot if you go too small anyways. Yeah. And I have to, I think I just have to go and and look at it myself to say like, is this possible or not? You know? Yeah. And I know that's why you're supposed to check out different locations and, and scope it out. But I'm curious if you've thought about what's the minimum size you want your kitchen to be or what's the minimum what's the ideal size you want your the front of the house to be or mm-hmm. what's the the minimum and maximum of the actual storefront itself you know those are all mm-hmm. factors you should mm-hmm. have figured out even if it takes going in the backyard with some chalk and drawing it out to scale or you know like pieces of the the storefront so that way you can start to be like oh this is like way more space than i need or oh man this is not enough because exactly. yeah, yeah exactly once you hear just this place is only two thousand dollars a month and you're like that's great and you find out it's like the size of a closet you're like this is not realistic you know yeah, like, this is not exactly. gonna work so it's like it sounds it actually sounds like a tiny tiny spot that we might possibly be looking at i don't know we'll see the latest one the latest one the but the, the other thing too is that he's kind of like well we need to know and we need to we can sign you you know we can sign you by monday but the thing is i want to make sure that my parents are here to even look at the place too because i want them to also be involved but they're on vacation so either yeah. a you miss out on an opportunity because hey my parents weren't here or yeah. b you you're an adult you got to make big decisions on your own and you go with it like i know that. that's true and i can but then it's like i respect i respect my parents and i want them to be involved not not to be like this is a good place blah, blah, blah. but then it's like my dad has been in business for a long time so yeah. i really respect his uh, his uh, opinion you know gotcha. and i want him to check it out too and to be like hey yeah like this is this is a good idea for you to be here or he might be like mm, you can find something better you know yeah but like then that, like that one place that i was really interested in i had them look at it and they're just like you can do better than this yeah you know? but with you being very impatient now and getting to that desperate mode we're almost halfway through the year i have like, to wait i have to wait for them you're okay with waiting no not just for them but what if they're like don't take this and you're like okay yeah maybe if they say too, don't take it then i'm not gonna take that it. you're gonna have a storefront are you okay Ugh, I'm like with <laughs> Can you accept that it's just going to take however long it takes? Or are you going to be willing to pull the trigger know. sometime and just bite the bullet? I think for me, if if it comes down to it and I'm just like, I have such a good feeling about this and I'm like, I can make it work and this is going to be my spot. And my parents are like, no. And I, and I really, truly, truly feel like this is it, you know, then I'm going to 
sign it. She'll and I'm gonna tell intuition. them. Yeah. But yeah. I know I know regardless, my parents are just like, Yeah, you know, we trust you. And they even said with the the, the other location, they're just like, If you really, really want this spot, then we will support you and we'll help you with whatever you need help with. But they were kinda like, We just don't find it to be really uh worth the money, you know, yeah. worth whatever they're asking. What they for. were asking. So, if you could have talked them down and really worked something out, it yeah. would be doable because you would just put money into fixing up the place exactly, and yeah. making it the way you want. Yeah. And we know it's doable, at least uh, it seems like it, because a bakery did move into that spot mm-hmm. and they're making it work. But mm-hmm. then again, we don't know it from the inside. We exactly, don't know yeah. the numbers. We, we don't, don't know how successful they are. You know, it could just be exactly. bleeding them dry. We have no idea. But I'm like, hopefully this place is good, you know? But and it doesn't matter. No offense. You, t- if you decide to check it out and you call your broker, you're going to have to tell them, like, sorry, I can't make a decision for at least another week when my parents return so we can all look at it together. Mm-hmm. And he might say, like, okay, that's fine. But then this place is not going to be available. Yeah. Like, as long as you're okay with that. So basically, yeah. you can't fall in love with it tomorrow unless you're willing to tell him, let's move forward with it, even though my parents aren't here to check it. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of putting yourself in a dangerous position because if you fall in love with it tomorrow, you're screwed because you're not going to take it because you have to wait for your parents maybe i can ask hassan and be like hey if you're free i really want to check out this place and yeah can you come and take a look at it you know if you're if he's in the area then i'll just be like can you just take a look at it it's so tough it's almost like i wish you had some unbiased uh, you know, and maybe your broker can help out too, but I don't even know how much experience he has in the game, He's especially been with doing food, this for years. but with food or just retail space, office space, any I sort think of everything. like everything. Cause so he even like, knows, like he was like, yeah, if you're going to do a build out, like well, I need to know, are you going to need this? Are you going to need that? You know? And he knows like the questions to ask. Cause he's like, this will give him a good idea of like what to look for, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. My concern is that your dad is a businessman and he has his own shop and he, you know, he's an entrepreneur just like you. I feel mm-hmm. like you, it's in the blood with your family, but you know, so he can look at it, um, in the sense of he can separate himself. I think he can separate his emotion and look at it very, um, what is it? Mm-hmm. Analytically or, you know, uh, subjectively and just be like, okay, I think it's good because of these reasons. And I don't think it's good because of these reasons. Mm-hmm. Make your yeah. best decision. But then he's influenced by your mom. And your mom is very protective and very like, well, I don't want you to jump into something that you can't handle. Look how they're handling. Like, I know we can handle the house. And they're very, I can already tell, like, they're just like, oh, my gosh, are you guys sure you can do it? And can you can you handle yeah. it? And oh, is everything going to be okay? And maybe you guys should just find a bunch of renters. And maybe this and maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, really, we'll, we'll be we'll fine. Be fine. We're going to yeah. take care of it. But that's the same kind of feeling they might have with, oh, my gosh, Jess is trying to basically have a rent for a, a, a real estate spot, you know, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she's trying to have a storefront and this is just scary. And it, then those emotions come into it. So no place is going to be good enough because your mom's always well, going to have that fear. I don't know. Cause well, we'll see though. We'll see. I'm not yeah. too sure. Remember I talked to Hassan and he, you know, he gave me his advice, his two cents. Yeah. And so maybe I can just mention it to him and be like, what was hey. his thing? Uh, because recently? I was, yeah, recently. Cause I was kind of thinking about like, should I, just go with a more affordable place but in a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. or should i go for an expensive place in a really really good neighborhood what makes it bad and good safety protection, safety i feel like safety traffic, is number one safety customers. and crime okay because i'm just like i don't want to feel unsafe i don't yeah. want anybody to burglarize me i'm not saying that it's impossible i'm just saying i'd rather be in a neighborhood where it's less likely that that's going to happen mm-hmm. I don't want any of those risks happening. And if I have late hours or if I have late nights or if my workers have late nights, you know, I'm assuming that I'm, let's just say I hire a bunch of women who work for me and they have late nights. I don't want them to get attacked or anything in the middle of the night, you know? And it's like, hopefully, obviously it doesn't come down to that. Hopefully hours are reasonable and it's like not insane or anything. Yeah. But it's like anything can happen and I'd rather 
feel a little bit more at ease in a place where it's a lot safer. And those parts of town, the the nicer parts of town are a little bit more expensive. So you're not yes. sure if it, if it's worth it. You, well, you got to look at it as value then, right? Yeah. Like is safety valuable enough? Yeah, and I think for me, safety. I have to put safety first. Yeah. And it's just like the safety of myself and the safety of, of my people. Because it's like if I can't even feel comfortable being in a place late at night, you know, at, and especially at the kitchen that I'm working out of, it's like I don't feel comfortable being there after 7 p.m. And that's why I try. Downtown, it's like I know, and I try yeah, and get out. And... Exactly. It's like so like so sketchy, so 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 shady and so i'm just kind of like i after seven o'clock i try and clean up and get get the heck out of there yeah when there's still light you know yeah you don't want to have to work at a place that's like that yeah and i'm just like i don't want to deal with that you know but yeah so so he basically so what was his answer he says okay i see the predicament you're in you're either in a bad location you're bad part of town that's unsafe or maybe it's just not the not where your ideal clients are you Mm -hmm. know and then you have the complete opposite, like, oh, this is a great area. You have the right customers, but the rent is just outrageously expensive. So mm-hmm. he sees your predicament. What was his advice? His advice was to go for a place that I would have to pay more for because, and I think uh, the biggest thing is it's business, you know, business is business. And the thing is, um, my macarons are not cheap. You know, they're, they are, they do require uh, clientele that can afford it, you know, and and um yeah so he's just saying that you know you should find a place in, or an area that like the clients can actually pay for because if i go to an area where the clients are are not able to afford it then it's going to be really difficult for me to make money make money you know and it's like and i i also wouldn't feel right trying to you know get money from people who can't afford it when they're trying to you know just survive or just trying to make money for their family to yeah, live. Just so, by and it's like, I just wouldn't paycheck. feel comfortable with that either. Yeah. You know? And like, I think the type of brand I want to, I want to convey, uh, doesn't really match that. So, yeah. so then you're willing to spend more now for, cause you had a certain amount that you were going to budget towards rent. Mm-hmm. And so are, are you saying that that's now elevated a bit? You're willing a to bit, go beyond? I feel like the places that I'm, we're looking at doesn't necessarily, uh, kind of, it kind of hits it, but it goes a little over the budget for rent. Which place? Any of those places. Oh, yes. Except the most recent one. The most recent one, which is under, but it's only because it's smaller. Yeah. And that's the thing is I think your broker's still like, okay, Jessica told me the amount of money she wants to spend. And she told me the area she wants to be in. Boom. I found the area. I do love the area that Mm -hmm. it's at. Me too. The price sounds great. But then we have the little problem of, oh, it's a little small rinky dink area. Like, uh, yeah. square footage so like is that gonna be big enough for you to be able to have a kitchen that is big enough for you to expand and then mm-hmm. a storefront which or i guess that little front of the house part portion where you want you know to maybe have a couple seats chairs and tables and and people can look nice. at a nice display yeah. case although he did say that out front there's a patio yeah so it of. looks like i might be able to put some chairs or something outside so would you be willing to push your push that part of your storefront yeah. outside so i think like the for so if it's gonna be this like long rectangle let's say and it's a certain amount of square feet what i'm thinking like is far back yeah so i'm thinking about making it as like as big of a kitchen as i possibly can and then having like a smaller retail front so then a lot of customers can come in order and then leave or like maybe there's like a couple seating inside and outside yeah. like like four chairs total four tables total that's what i'm kind of 
envisioning it but of course maybe it's bigger than what i'm thinking of but i'm thinking like maybe four tables total and then people can just at least sit down but i would have to see what the regulations are with bathrooms and everything like that because it's like oh if i offer seating i believe i have to also offer bathrooms a public restroom and if this place is really small it's like i can't really offer this are you willing to scratch the seating can you can you be okay deep down yeah that's fine with me do you feel okay with having a store front that's really you just come in you pick up your order that you purchased online or over the phone or email or you come in you walk in you're like oh i love what you guys have can i just take a a dozen kind of like a donut shop i'll just take that one two of those five of those Mm -hmm. thank you bye Mm -hmm. are you okay with people coming purchasing and then taking and leaving yeah i'm okay with that too that's similar to like the farmer's market and any events yeah so it's something that we're already used to and it's kind of like what my customers already do now where they place an order they pick up and then they leave you know because then that would actually save you a lot uh in space i believe because now you wouldn't have to make sure you have enough room for tables and chairs Mm -hmm. and yeah and then that would also save you from having to have a public restroom because that can be really challenging and it's such a small such small quarters Exactly. Um, but you also want to anticipate like, oh, what if you're a big, sh- you know, you're a hit, you know, and you get mm-hmm. a big line. Are you okay with people lining up outside, you know? I mean, they they would have to because it's Well, if you had so a deep small. enough front of the house, you oh, can almost like uh, coil them no, back and forth or like, you know. No, I think we'll be fine if they line up outside, yeah. which would be kind of nice because then then people walking people by see. would be like, what is this? Oh, my gosh. You Remember know, when so. we went to Paris and it was kind of like that? You were like, we have to go. Or was it New oh, York? to um, was New, it York? New York. I apologize. It was New York. Yeah, we went we to have see to go. the guy who created the Cronet. And Cronets. I was like, we have to go. We woke up early. We got there before the shop was even open. We stood in line for at least an hour. And that was a really long. It was long. That was a long. It was a it was a rectangular space. Really long yeah, and that's narrow. that's true. It was long. Okay. But they actually, I think the way you planned to set it up and the way they had it was different. They had like. The left oh, half yeah. of the rectangle is all the counter space, and then the right side. I think was they had a very up. tiny kitchen too, didn't they? Uh, I couldn't a see the kitchen. I just know kitchen. I think there was a restroom at the end. Yeah, Maybe, they had a restroom. I think they had a the table, end. but the thing is, their line would go outside around the corner of the block. Oh, they yeah. could only allow so many people in at a time, yeah. and then they only had so many cronuts made for the day. Yeah. So they're like, "Sorry, if we, if we don't have any left, we don't have any left." Yeah. And that's why it was such a big big deal. This place was so popular. It's like we got to get one before they run out. Mm-hmm. And so we lined up before Dang, they we need opened. We to go back there cuz I need to check out their their kitchen again. We see. weren't able to see their kitchen. I know, but We're then you can kind of see it from far away, you know, from oh, like as yeah. a customer. Let's just make a quick trip. We'll get your private jet. We'll, we'll put this on the business New- expenses. Yeah, we'll just, fly to New York real quick. We'll bring just, Will Smith. I'm sure he misses yeah, seeing we saw us. Him. He's there. And uh, we'll hang out. We'll check out this cronut place. Oh, Darren knows what's his face. Griffin. We'll just take Griffin with us too. Griffin can it's play fine. music can for us. Have, yeah, we'll, we'll put on have a show. Fun. It'll be fun. We'll do a live scatter thoughts episode, that which will really lead cool. into Griffin's show. Yeah. Will so Smith cool. is just hanging out. Yeah, I guess. Getting jiggy with it. That dude did a lot of stuff too, not just acting, but he also. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so uh, we should totally go back. Well, I am going back, so maybe I can convince. Yeah, you're the not girls. even taking me with no, you. No, I'm not. Anyway, I should. I can try and convince the girls to like be like, "Hey, let's go." Jess is taking so many trips. If I'm not mistaken, what do you mean right? I'm taking so many trips? You're gonna go up north to Sacramento, see the Jonas Brothers. Okay, that's a no, no, no. I don't know. Trip. That's we're not we're not too sure what? about that yet. You and the girls love Jonas Brothers. I know, but no, no. We we don't know if we're gonna go to Sacramento or San Francisco. We're oh, still debating. Yeah. Why? Well, San Francisco's closer, so why wouldn't you just go there? Because San Francisco. So if we left, if we went to see the Jonas Brothers on that day when they're coming in San Francisco, that means that's one or two less days of New York. 
if we see them in Sacramento, we would have to fly back early from New York and then go to Sacramento and then basically, of course, come Wait, home. Wait, so that means shorter days in New York also. So it's shorter it's like days regardless. It's like shorter day, basically. So you'd get more time in New York if you went to Sacramento, Jonas Brothers show, yeah. versus, man, life is nothing but like give and take and negotiations. Yeah. And it's like, what do we want? What are we willing to, to, to I, give? So honestly, and, for me, I'm I'm open with the both options. I don't really care. So I'm just kind of like. you've been in New York. So yeah, you're I've been probably in New York. like. I mean, I love New York. How many I days do they want to spend in New York? So we're spending about two days in Pennsylvania with Emma's family and then the okay. rest of the time in New York. So we're gone for at least, a, we're gone for seven days pretty much. Okay, so then f- seven minus so two five. is five. That's yes. the number I was looking for. I don't know why you gave me this word problem that I had to decipher. <laughs> but five days in New York. We went for four days. That was not enough time. There was, was We were like time. nonstop, go, go, go. And that oh, was yeah, just me sure. and you. Yeah. You're going to have four individuals, correct? Yeah. And you're going to try to get it all done in five days. It's going to be rough unless. I mean, it wasn't impossible. Possible. It was just like yeah, we, we were unless, just really diligent about like we need to go, go, go. And when you have more people involved, like the four girls that will be going on your yeah. trip, it's going to be tougher because someone's going to want to do this. Someone's going to do this. Are you guys going to no. be willing to split up and so, do your own thing? No. For, so for me, I'm very open about whatever they want, you know, because first off, I we've already been there. Yeah. So I already got to see a lot of the things that we wanted to see last time we went. So... I'm really open to it. Uh, I think Emma is going to be planning most of it because she used to live in New York or just live in that area. So she so is been. more well-versed in New York. As Luz or Joanna. They've never. So then so they're the ones. But then I think they will also be open. I'm pretty like all of us were really flexible. and We're really like, hey, let's like, you know, I'm pretty sure if we're like, oh, we want to see 9-11 Memorial. We want to see yeah. Rockefeller Center. We want to see Top of the World, blah, blah, blah. Or like go to eat, all, eat at all these places. I'm pretty sure we will be able to make it. And it's not going to be like well, I want this place. Oh, if you want to eat that, then we'll, then go ahead and go and then we'll meet up with you later. Like, it's going to be a group consensus. Who decided two days in Pennsylvania? Can you cut that to one and mm, then add a day into New York? I think Emma want, Emma wanted two days. that's where her home is, right? Yeah, it's what, so, that's where her home is. And we want to spend time with her family and like see where she grew up and okay. stuff like that because like we've never really got, gotten to see that part of like her life. Yeah. And so it'd be really cool to like just see that part of um, her lifestyle, where she lived, um, and like the city that she lived in and just to get to know her and yeah. like her story a lot but more. But if so. you go to the Sacramento Jonas Brothers concert, you are now taking a five-day New York trip and turning it into four. If you go to San Francisco Jonas Brothers concert, you're now taking a five-day New York trip, turning it into three. So you kind see of, how this yeah. is really starting to, it's it's making a little bit more claustrophobic because now you're trying to have, I don't know if you guys even have an itinerary. Maybe you guys are like, F it, we'll just do whatever and we'll just fit whatever we can into the yeah, time allotted an and that's yet. it. No, so, nothing yet. I guess you guys got a lot to lot to figure out. It's so much more difficult when you have more, more people involved. Because someone's going to be like, well, I love the Jonas Brothers more. So let's go to so San Francisco. Let's go do this. Right now, we're just, we're like, just debating on like which, which one should we do first. Should we leave off watching the Jonas Brothers first? Because we're going to be in SF anyway, it's going to be a lot more convenient for us. Or Why would you be in SF already? Because we have to fly from SF. You guys would fly right after the Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah, we literally just what the fly you guys would be right so after. exhausted. But I, I mean, was I told them I was like I'll find um I can ask one of my friends Red Eye to yeah and I was like we can I can ask one of my friends we can leave our luggage with her and then literally pick it up right after the Jonas Brothers and literally go to the airport like it would just be bam bam. How did bam. people feel about so this good. option? Um, I think they were okay with it. We just have to find a flight basically. When is this? What are we talking? What month of the year? Um, October. Okay, so you got some time, but yeah, you guys don't want to put it off too long because before you know it, summer's going to be here. It's going to be too expensive. And then October. Yeah. yeah, true. So there's that. And then um, the, 
issue about going to see them after in Sacramento is that the girls still have to work the next day. Luckily, Joanna and I, we have a very flexible schedule. So then mm-hmm. it's like we don't necessarily have to wake up early, but Luz has to get to work at five. So yeah. if the Jonas Brothers concert in Sacramento, which is two hours away, at ends at, I don't 11, know, 11. 12, yeah. yeah. By the time we get There's home. There's no way she wouldn't be sleeping that night. She just wouldn't sleep. Or, or she sleep can in sleep car. in the car there and back See? and then get a couple hours of rest and then leave. Like it's it's going to be really difficult for her. So. I already have my decision made. I already know. I'm not even going on this trip, but I know what I would do. What would you do? What do you think I would do? You you love your sleep. Yes. because And, and I do not want to have compromised sleep going into work the next day. So I would choose option A. Yeah, let's Sa- San Francisco. And I also was leaning towards San Francisco, the San Francisco plan because I'm the type of person, which I don't think this is super healthy, but I love to like fit as much as I can. Like remember how I would like block schedule my yeah. things and I'm like, okay, well, if we hit SF and then we hit the show and then right after we go on the plane flight, like it's almost like you're being the most efficient possible. Everything's yeah. just like boom, boom, boom. That, that does get really taxing. Really yeah. exhausting, mm-hmm. but you guys will be spending a couple of days in Pennsylvania. You can probably wind down, exactly, relax, yeah. And the nice recover. thing is, like, we'll be able to fall asleep on the plane, fall asleep on the to plane. Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like it's not like we're gonna be up all night. You know, yeah. the The issue with Sacramento is we pretty much would have to drive from Sacramento to Google and drop lose yeah. off at work because then she would basically yeah. be starting work and at that like, time oh my god which you means know? she has to have her work clothes on her yeah. she's gonna not get much sleep that night or at least not yeah. very quality sleep mm-hmm. sleeping in the back of a car yeah and or she can huh. pull an all-nighter or and not all-nighter but after like, the end of a long trip exactly you, that and you're with just, jet lag yeah. and with like oh that, so i don't know it's just something we have to uh I'll talk about and decide so I'm praying yeah. for lose i'm gonna i'm hoping for san i hope you guys go to the san francisco one it's closer yeah less Gas spent and mileage. We have to decide quick because then what day is it? Quick, quick, quick. It's already Friday. We have seven days until pre-sale tickets go on. May 3rd. Oh my gosh. Before you know it, it's going to be June. Half a year's gone. Then. I know. And I haven't found my bakery yet. Don't worry. It'll happen. Question. Uh, How do you feel about taking a trip this year? Because I know we talked about going on an anniversary, uh, honeymoon slash one year anniversary. So it'd be November-ish. We were Maybe. talking about doing a Disney cruise because I thought that'd be fun. Never been on a cruise before. But we honestly haven't really looked Price into anything. it, priced anything, planned anything, booked anything, scheduled anything. And the year is just getting more and more busy with mm-hmm. us moving into a new home. You trying to find a storefront. You have a lot of different uh, events sprinkled throughout the summer. And they, I think they start to push into the fall. And so I wasn't sure, like, if you already have an answer, like, sorry, I can't. It's too late. I booked up so much stuff already. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. I want to say yes and no. I don't know because like after coming home from New York, we're going to a week or so later, we're going to have to fly out to Dallas to go to you? Vicky and Cooper's wedding. Oh, us. Yeah. yeah. My cousin's us. getting married. But that's like a quick probably weekend trip. Yeah. I mean, maybe we can do something in November. I'm just kind of like a little worried be. because like I feel like, OK, if I have this bakery, it's like, do I want to shut down for those days or am I going to be able to hire somebody? Hopefully I can. And then. But then that's true, babe. Like what happened? So my my next thing was going to be like, look, I'm not going to it doesn't have to fall on a one year exactly, you know, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to um, fit that kind of timeline. But if we push it into 2020 or 2021 however I'm, I'm open to pushing it out it'll look, give us more time to plan we can probably buy tickets yeah. super cheap yeah and um yeah give us more time to research and figure things out like i'm for it well, but probably do that. now we're out of this curveball like ooh. but by then ideally i'd have a storefront my business would be continuing yeah. mm-hmm. 
what do we do? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm hoping you would. Are you? Do you plan to have a team when you get a storefront? Or no, it's gonna be a solopreneur thing. I, I want in the a beginning. team. I want to start hiring people. That's the goal. So and teaching all aspects of your business. Yeah. How to uh, answer emails. How to take orders. How, how to, to make, make every part of the macaron. Decorate yep. every part of the macaron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How to uh, market yourself on social media. How right. to reach out to influencers. How to like where to get all your um, business cards. Yes, and stickers, all of those everything. Yes. Wow, you're willing to. I'm so proud need, of you. I need to. I can't grow if I yeah, don't do that. That's absolutely true. I can't like can't scale. Yeah. And the thing too is like I listen to Janelle and Eddie's talk again. I listen mm-hmm. to them like almost every day because um, they're my business mentors. Yeah. And Janelle was kind of like drilling it into us that like, you know, you have these recipes and it's nothing special. And yeah, it's special to you and it's what makes your business your business. But like if someone someone takes your recipes and recreates it, they can't recreate your business. True. You know? Yeah. And, so, and, and you can even argue that they wouldn't recreate the same exact uh, product you product, make exactly. because they're going to have their own. Everyone has their own style and, yeah. and imperfection. So, you know, I mean. They might make yeah. something better on accident. Who knows? Yeah. But you're right. It's not just the individual product. And I, I like that that's what she's Yeah. Uh, and the, the thing to too is that like I'm hoping that like I'm a good enough boss that like I don't have people working for me that wants to steal things from me. Instead, they want to help me elevate my business and then I help them elevate their skills and them as a person. And, yeah. you know, and so like that's my goal. Um but, you know, I, I don't know, hopefully. I mean, everyone that has worked for me in the past have been really great. You included. You're, oh, thank you. You're not employee of the year. Sorry, Danny okay. is. But yeah. <laughs> I give it to Danny, too. He yeah. does. And like, and it's like just being able to have like Danny work for me, my aunt work for me and all these people who are like, yeah, if you ever need help, like, let me know. I will help you out. Like, I feel like that kind of maybe is a good sign and maybe it resonates really well with me as like a person and or possibly a boss, you know, I don't know. Um, And I think working at Google at main campus, like I've had, I had so many people that were just like, oh yeah, what do you need? Like, I will do it. I'm going to get it done. Of course, I had a couple of those people that were a little bit more um, resistant to what I was asking for. But for the most part, it's like a lot of people were just like, yeah, what do you need? Okay, cool. You want me to get this done? Okay. Oh, just teach me. Okay, I'll do it. You know? And it was like, bam, 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 done. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, think about it. I don't know how true this is. I've heard the rumor of like like Toyota and Lexus kind of use similar parts under the hood or similar mm-hmm. frames or Toyota or, and Lexus. I think they're from the same company. Yeah. And so, and it's like, why are people paying thousands of dollars more for the Lexus versus like, well, Lexus you know, is the more Toyota. luxurious. Exactly. It's the way they market it and yeah. brand it. It's the brand behind it. It's the, yeah. the status that the driver gets. It's the feeling of being behind mm-hmm. the wheel of a Lexus versus a Toyota. And, and yeah, all these elements. Not to I, mention if you buy a Lexus and you go in there, they, they give excellent customer service. Maybe from the last times I've like w- witnessed it, but like they have really, really great customer service. So it feels like, yeah, this is. I'm it paying, probably ties into I'm the, lo- the, the feeling quality, of luxury. Like exactly. I'm being treated like a king or a yeah. queen, you know. And so that I think just to tie in. I know you kind of finished this point a while ago, but to tie in the fact that, you know, yes, if someone, you're not the only person that makes macarons, you know, and eventually mm-hmm. pastries and whatever other desserts you want to expand to, but it's, 
about the brand, the values. And I like that. I've been hearing you talk about that lately. Like, what what is my mission here? Like, what are what do I value personally and as a company? Like, what is it? You're starting to think more of a, as a brand mm-hmm. because that is what people are going to get tied to and, and really connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, not even, I mean, I've heard like, oh, it's, it's all about the story. People love the story. Someone who came up from nothing and this and that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, story is strong too, but a lot of it has to do with beliefs. And I think that goes with values, right? What do we believe? And what do we value? What do we cherish? What do we defend and really encourage and promote and stuff? So mm-hmm, yeah. I really like hearing that you're starting to think more about these things because then it does allow you to be a little less protective about, you know, no, no one can know like exactly what what I do with my macarons or what mm-hmm, I do, yeah. you know, in the business. But it's like, that's okay because there's people out there, you know, that are going to try to replicate a certain product or a certain service or whatever it is, it's happening all the time. Unfortunately, mm-hmm, there's people that just yeah. copy, but copycats are always going to be a step behind, yeah, you know, definitely. because they're always trying to just imitate what other people are doing. So guess what? You don't, they don't have that fresh, new kind of aspect to them that's going to make them exciting. People are going to be like, yeah, we've seen that before, mm-hmm. you know, but you with your entrepreneurial spirit, you're always going to find a way to stay ahead. Yeah. So even if someone was like, I'm going to go into macarons, you're like, cool. Like, okay, like that's great. But there's yeah, going to be exactly. like, you're not going to feel as threatened and stuff because you know they're not going to have the yeah. brand of fancy flavors. But it's also it. like, I put like seven years into this. So it's like seven years of heartache, of ups and downs, and like, like celebrations and, yeah. you know, knots, you know. So, so you it's, know it's like, gonna take them time. It's going to take them time. And it's like, yeah, I, I had to go through all of that to figure out where I am today. And I still haven't even figured it out yet, you know. Yeah, but it, it takes, takes a uh, lot of time. Yeah. But who knows? You might, might one day be a mentor because that is a way for people to learn from others Mm -hmm. who have years of experience just like you are with janelle her your business coach yeah she's able to try to save you guys some pain and heartache give you guys tips and advice and really um just kind of help you guys develop your businesses Mm -hmm. you know and so that's a way that you could someone could you know avoid having to wait 10 20 30 years of practice and and making mistakes and stuff to do that I, i could totally see you have that air about you you have that energy and personality where you're you're just really amazing but you can collect (laughs) all this like you do so much it's insane but then you have that personality where you're like so helpful and caring and giving that you would also be like and and I don't know I think it showed when you were working at Google and you were a lead because I think you need that you need that charisma Mm -hmm. to be able to connect with people and be like here let me let me help let me show let me this and um like I can totally see you being a mentor in the future so Maybe when you step back and work more on your business, allowing it to kind of grow and and having people step into different positions, yeah. right? You might have that um, the luxury, or you might have that opportunity to. What else can I do? Maybe fancy flavors can offer yeah, you know, courses on teaching. Maybe yeah. you can. I think it'd be really cool if fancy flavors one day puts together some sort of like scholarship or some sort of like that'd charity, be really cool. mm-hmm. right? Like, and sorry, yeah, that's now tying back cool. into brand and stuff. But I'm really excited for fancy flavors, and I know the storefront is a slow and steady process, but it will pay that's a off. Slow. It will be good. Everyone <laughs> I talk to is slow like, slow process. You know what? slow is not always bad it sucks Ugh, if you're really you're itching for it. i know I think you've been I'm working just getting on this impatient seven now. years so yeah. i'm just kind of like hello hello what okay. is this happening you've been look at it this way you've been working on your business for seven years so yes. when you look at it that way you're like oh my gosh i'm ready for a storefront i, I should am. already have one but if yes. you look at it as like well i've only been looking for Sorry, five months one second yeah go ahead jess is gonna take a break i think she got a customer here yeah. i'll finish my thought while you go take care of that but 
what I was trying to say is that, yes, if you're looking at, oh, my business is seven years old and I've been working nonstop. Uh, and so I feel like I should have a storefront already or a storefront should just be available right now. I should be in a storefront. That's where I should be after seven long years. Okay, well, that's one way to look at it. And of course, you're going to feel a little antsy and impatient and desperate because you really want it. You feel like, oh, my God, seven years have passed. I need this. But if you look at it as, yes, I've been working and growing my business for seven years. Okay, that's one part of it. But then I just started looking for a storefront. Let's see, January, March, April, May, four to five months ago, you know. So if you look at it in that kind of like with that frame, um, and through that perspective, it's like, whoa, five months? Like, I don't know. Is that a long time to have been looking for a spot? Maybe that's not that much. Maybe that's like the infancy still. So to recap, since Jessica's now back in the room, seven years of growing your business. Yes, it seems like a long time, so you want a storefront. But what if you just separate yourself from that and then you look at it like, well, how long have I been looking for a storefront? F about four to five months. That doesn't seem like a long time to me. Maybe, maybe in the real estate world, that's like, forever who knows but to Maybe. me i'm like eh, give it some time i'm not saying take seven years to look for a storefront mm -hmm. but you know give it up to a year or i don't know i think because i'm just really putting it like i'm gonna find one i'm gonna find one this year and i put it out it's there i positive. told everyone i'm just like it's i'm okay. gonna find a bakery this year i'm gonna build a storefront 2019 it's gonna happen yeah. and i just feel like if i don't find one i'm gonna i'm letting myself down and i'm letting everyone else down even you though i'm pretty sure no one cares they're just no, kind of like when is this happening because they know, know it's but, going to happen yeah but, i don't want you to put all your happiness in like feeling successful in this in this one thing of getting a storefront well you that's know? the thing i've always wanted since since day one yeah. you know and so that has always been tied into it exactly and so that's why it's a huge deal for me because since day one this is what i wanted and it's funny because i think like halfway through i was kind of like huh maybe i don't want a storefront maybe i i want to well you know continue working out of a kitchen and, and just do catering or something like that and i was kind of like maybe and then the idea of the storefront was like dangling in front of my face and then I was like let me check it out let me see what this is all about and I was like of course I want a storefront now like I can't yeah. turn back I can't turn around and be like nope and now I'm just like this is for sure this is what I want and I can see it well but, you're gonna do a pop-up are we allowed God, to talk about the pop-up at uh i don't know yet it's not secure so oh, it's let's not. not talk about it okay yeah i didn't want to say anything just in case so. well because we'll i just... don't know what kind of uh, uh non-disclosure agreements I we have, have to sign, okay so. so we won't if that ever happens and NDAs. we're able to talk about it we will but for now uh we'll just skip on that are you kind of good to wrap it up i feel like we this was a, a big like business episode I and i like that stuff i love talking to you about that stuff it's yeah, really exciting it turning out to be a big business episode what's that i said it did end up turning out to be a yeah big but it's kind of cool episode. you know do you want to tell them the one remember last week and i was like oh my gosh we're gonna sorry i was just looking off and thinking but yeah, you were I was like, like what happened? you were like oh uh and i said we should we should title the episode this we should talk about it and you were oh, like the alburio alburio no that was last week's episode but you were like first you were my brother now you're my husband and now you're my husband do you want to even explain like how that how that makes sense? I think you want to explain. I do. Well, I, I don't mind. I just thought it was great because I just want to title the episode that, but we're barely okay. talking about it. I forget why that even came up, why you talked about it, but it had know. to do with how Jess and I met, which was back in college in Alpha Phi Omega, which was a co-ed community fraternity. service fraternity. Yep. And so we were technically brothers within the fraternity, within the organization. Yeah. And then, you know, we dated and got engaged and then got married so now I'm the husband I just thought that was great because you're you looked at you're just like first you were my brother now you're my husband and I was like oh my god out of context that I don't sounds know where so that wrong. came from 
Right. I think it's amazing. That's great. <laughs> if that's not a clickbaity title, oh my gosh, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know. How I... do you read that? And you're like, what? Disgusting. I got to see what this is all about. I feel like. And then it's all about business. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We probably can't name this episode that. We'll that's find so another funny. thing. We'll find. Dang, there was something else I wanted to call it, but now I don't know. Mm-hmm. These scattered episodes just kind of morph into their own yeah. being. Don't it's you amazing. like how scattered You've it is? You've helped me. You've helped me become a little bit more uncertain scattered? and go with the flow and scattered. Yeah. And I think that's healthy. I'm still you holding. You haven't helped me with anything. I'm still I'm holding kidding. on to I'm my life. I'm the same Ugh. as I was before. I'm just but kidding. It's okay. You're going to. I, you're gonna the book I'm reading I think might help me but you're definitely helping me because in the book remember how it talks about everyone kind of has like three personalities or at least business owners you know has like they have the technician which is like the doer you get things done mm-hmm. then you have the manager which manages and, and organizes and comes up with the processes and procedures of what's being done and then you have the entrepreneurial side which right. is plan thinking about the future and planning ahead and like you know you're totally entrepreneurial. You can you have the ability to think ahead and see where you want to go. I don't really have that as much. Um, but then you're also the technician. You get stuff done because obviously your business would not uh, be able to survive without mm-hmm. getting things done. Mm-hmm. And I find myself in that. I love working. I you know. But then the problem with <laughs> uh-huh. that is sometimes you get so caught up in the work, you're not paying attention, you're not thinking ahead yeah. like you and the entrepreneurial side right. has. And then the manager, which I love, is like, okay, we have we see what the entrepreneurial entrepreneur is like dreaming of and then we have the technician working on it now we come in we get to organize it and clean it up and like oh i love that part of it and i think the manager is where i am i'm just very certain i'm very like Mm -hmm. boom 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 everything has to be like this but you gotta teach me how to loosen up be like bro like relax think about the future like just go with the flow and you gotta like loosen up exactly is that your appreciation to me I appreciate that you're just here all the time. It was going to have to do it last night. You were you were very sweet because at first when we pre-gamed, you sacrificed yourself to... I sacrificed myself to, to the not gods. drink. You gave... <laughs> that did sound dramatic. You decided not to pre-game so you can drive us downtown. And then, like we said, you cut back your drinking, sobered up, and you drove everyone home, which was super sweet. And I just appreciate it. You're always looking out for me and for everyone else. And even if it's the cost of your own, you know... Not happiness. What's the word? Like fun. You had fun. I had fun. But it was fun still. So. I hope it didn't like. I had enough and, and that was good for me. Okay. You know, I didn't. I don't think I needed to drink any more than that. Cool. I don't know. So yeah, I appreciate you taking care of me and us. Of and course. I always take care of you. I love you. I know. You're the best. So you can never leave me because who's wa- going to take care of you? I don't know. I also made you drink water last night. Did you? Is that why the water bottle's yeah, on that? See, I had a feeling. Like I was like, I bet you that thing didn't just end up right next to the bed where I sleep. It's there because you probably were like, he's going to need to drink water. Oh, man. I appreciate all yeah. these things. There's and then I also I put the fan on top of the litter box so you get more air. I noticed that too because <laughs> I was probably really hot. Did you also take my pants off? No, you took that off. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I woke up and just boxer briefs and a t-shirt. And I was like, what's going on here? Maybe I just really wanted to climb out of the yeah. pants. And it's jump just so in the funny. Bed. I gave you water and you're like, I don't want any. And I'm just like, drink it. And you're just like, you drank a little. You're like, I'm done. And I'm like, no, one more sip. You took another sip. And I'm like, one more sip. And you took another one. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, that's pretty good enough. Wow. I, I don't, just to make you a little bit more hydrated. I don't remember that at all. See, I'm glad you did. Because this morning I did wake up with a headache, but it wasn't as bad as, oh my gosh, my birthday was terrible. But, <laughs> you know, I downed a bunch of water, had some Gatorade, in and out helped probably gonna eat something else right now after this episode so babe i yeah. just appreciate you looking out for me and being there for me thanks thank you oh, i 
appreciate you too. I don't think I do enough to warrant an appreciation right now because I don't know what you <laughs> could be thankful Well, I told you now. this earlier this week, so I'll, I'll just uh, say it again. And I feel like I won, so I appreciate you for being you because I feel like I won. Oh yeah, Yeah. you confused the ish out of me. I did a snap. I did an Instagram thing, and I was like, I was like laying on the bed. I think I was just watching YouTube videos, trying to relax. I fucking won. You came in aggressive. Like you jumped in the bed next to me, pulled the phone out to do a selfie video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you proceeded to curse. Yeah, and you're just like, what? My first reaction is like, no, you didn't. Like I thought there was a competition (laughs) between us. I was like, "Uh, no, wait, what? No. Like I didn't even know we were battling against anything. But if there is a battle, I'm going to win. We know this. No. So then, you know, after you took a couple of videos and photos and stuff, I was just like, what is going on? And what were you trying to say? Oh, because then I was I I wanted to. Well, I don't know, because <laughs> you're just like, oh, great. Nah, nah, nah. But growing up, I know I'm going to I'm going to say it right now. No. I can't wait. Go ahead. Growing up, growing up, I had a lot of like crushes of all these people that I was like, oh, my gosh, I really like them. Blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, I was really young, but you then had a couple boyfriends along the way, too. Yeah, right? a couple. But a lot more crushes. Yeah, everyone yeah. Can relate. But then it's like now that I'm married and I look back at all these people that I like had crushes on, I'm just like, man, I won. Like, seriously, I I seriously won because like looking at everybody that I've had crushes on, I'm just like, yeah, like they're just not my type. And like maybe they're not going anywhere in life or maybe they just don't look the same as they were when they were younger, where I was like attracted to them physically, you know. Did you like Um, Facebook stalk them and like? Got an update on everyone? I think like, just randomly I was like thinking about somebody and I was like, oh. So I looked at him and I was like, oh, oh my God, I totally won. <laughs> I was like, I totally won. Yeah, and I love that because as you explained this to me in bed, I was like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm glad you're here telling me you were thinking about all your exes and crushes. Yeah. And But I was just teasing you. I don't mind. It's but okay. I won. And but I then like, if we take that approach, I still win because you are the ultimate prize in my life. Um, so I better I'm be. The I better be. Exactly. So you're going to let me have this? You ha- you're you in a tough position right now because if you don't let me win this, you're saying that you're not as good. You're saying I'm better than you. That's not even true. There's no way. But if you let <laughs> me have this win. Why are we arguing over this? <laughs> about who's better? This is so pathetic. This is terrible. I, I am we better. We sound like we're full of ourselves. Our listeners have better. turned off their, their phones and all episodes. All right. Sorry, guys. Hopefully you're still there. We love you. I win. Actually, we both win because we have listeners like them. Man, what a way to save it. High five. Okay. Boom. All right. This Jessica's is getting end. tired. This is <laughs> this the is end it. of the episode. Thank you guys for hanging out. I'm pretty sure we're getting close to 52 episodes, which would be one, one whole year, year, which is a pretty long commitment. Some people don't even have relationships that long. And we committed to a podcast. All because Jess was like, we should do a podcast. Like we should. I just love how it's so random. 52 weeks of you guys hearing that I'm tired. <laughs> that's true and me talking your ears off going 52 crazy two weeks of mikey being like jessica does not speak loud enough blah, 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 blah. and then me being like you talk too much oh my gosh blah, 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 blah. <laughs> i'm gonna have to binge like all our episodes one day i guess in the future yeah. maybe at the end of the year or 52 something two hours no, i'm just kidding Ugh. it's not all hour long episodes well thank you guys we appreciate you being there Keep appreciation appreciation time for the listeners we appreciate you yeah, being there that's awesome and yeah. keep it scattered. Sorry, I cut you off so I couldn't really hear it. Keep it scattered. Take care Sober. of yourselves, guys. We love you. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Peace.